Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. More than 200 fire department jurisdictions trust the Knox entry system to provide secure access to buildings, elevators, and control rooms when seconds matter. Now, businesses, schools, airports, several industrial applications are also using Knox entry to manage controlled access and authorize service activity for critical assets. Now, Knox entry allows you to develop a customized access strategy complete with an audit trail and rapid flexibility. Just go to Knox.com for more information. That's K-N-O-X.com. Hey, as spring unfolds, the warmer breezes, guess what? It is time to embrace the comfort of your own backyard, and I have found a game changer for your home oasis. It's the Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. Now, this is the ultimate two-for-one deal. You get a luxurious hot tub that meets an elite exercise pool that you'll love. This is not just relaxation. It is a first-class experience in the privacy of your own space. Just go to masterspas.com, enter the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner for up to $1,000 off your Master Spa. Exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand that I trust. That's masterspas.com. My friends at MyPillow, my buddy Mike Lindell, told me he was coming out with a brand new product. It's called the New Mattress Topper. So I got the New Mattress Topper immediately, and I've been sleeping on it now for a couple of months. It's the best thing you've ever felt in your life. Now, you literally have MyPillow Foam for Support. It's a transitional foam that helps relieve pressure points, and it's ultra-soft, patented temperature-regulating cover. And i got to tell you, it has a 10-year warranty, a cover that's washable and dryable. It's made in the USA, backed by their 60-day unconditional money-back guarantee. Once you try this new mattress topper, you put it right over your mattress, you will never sleep better. And right now, you, my radio listeners, you're going to save 30% off when you go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code TOPPER. And by the way, Mike will also give you two standard MyPillows absolutely free. All right, so try MyPillow.com promo code TOPPER, promo code TOPPER for this great deal and the best night's sleep you ever had. How the, you know, the news now moves at the speed of light. I mean, everything changing and you're absorbing. I can't even really explain it. I mean, I have uh, I can take you back in my career when I'm in Huntsville, Alabama, and I'm a talk show host. When I finally left Huntsville, I was doing a three-hour morning show and I think a two- or three-hour afternoon show. I'm on the air a lot. Is You don't have the Internet like we have it today. Let's put it that way. So you rely on, you know, local newspapers. You rely on, at the time, USA Today, I think, was around. You rely on, uh, I used to always go and buy magazines, which were far more substantive than they are now. They, they really aren't. Um, by the way, James, the entire written summary is what I was asking for. Um, thank you, buddy. And... It just, like, I'm trying to get on the air here today. We've got, let's see, what the socialist Democrats are up to, the new extraordinary extremists. we got border updates today. We've got, you know, the deep state. Everybody has now figured it out that at least has a brain. 
And it is now at a level of exposure where it is now it is putting fear, real fear in the hearts of all these operatives that have been involved in the single biggest abuse of power corruption scandal in history. And we're also watching Ocasio-Cortez and all these Democrats, you know, trying to out extreme the other Democrats. You know, there's one thing that I want to put on your radar before we really get rolling today is this effort by the left that they, quote, intend to save democracy. Guess how Democrats want to save democracy? They want to put themselves in charge of elections. I know it sounds absurd, but it really is a part of an kind of inappropriately named For the People Act of 2019, or H.R. 1, which is making its way through the House of Representatives. Now, with the Senate in Republican hands, the president's never going to sign this, but it's scary to know this is how they're thinking. But this project, the Conservative Action Project, gave a uh, rundown of this bill. Get this, it would force states to implement mandatory voter registration. Removing civic participation as a voluntary choice, increasing the chances for error and cheating. It would mandate that states allow all felons to vote. Great. It would force states to extend periods of early voting. Um, one of the things you got to be most concerned about is all the weeks and weeks and weeks of early voting. Who gets to watch all those ballots from early voting? You know, that's a problem. Uh, It mandates same-day voter registration. Well, that's just going to encourage fraud. It limits the ability of states to cooperate to see who's registered in multiple states at the same time. Now, why would you do that? I'll go drive from Ohio to Kentucky. I'll vote over here and I'll vote over there. Now, the worst part, get this. It prohibits election observers from cooperating with election officials to file formal uh, formal challenges to suspicious voter registrations. What? If it seems like it's suspicious, why can't they report that or challenge that? That's the whole point. You want to keep the elections on. They don't want honest elections. It criminalizes protected political speech by making it a crime to discourage someone from voting. Oh, like if a radio host says, don't forget to vote on Wednesday. You can't do that. It bars states from making their own laws about voting by mail. Oh, we're going to have a federal government control all of this. Great. It prohibits chief election officials in each state from participating in federal election campaigns, mandates free mailing of absentee ballots, mandates the states adopt new redistricting commissions. I mean, it's basically, you know, how can we cheat? You know, it's like a grab bag of, you know, how can we get around the rules and make sure that only people we want to vote vote? Anyway, 800-941-SEAN is our toll-free telephone number. You want to be a uh, part of the program. Look, there's there's so much going on. What scares me more than anything is, and it's really simple, is as you watch the Democrats try and out-radical each other. You know, Bernie Sanders, 77, his campaign, he announced he's running for president, is about transforming the country. Okay, into what? 
We now have gotten out of the malaise of Obama. We're now uh, a country of standing in spite of what crazy Uncle Joe said in, in Europe the other day. It's an em- embarrassment for him. Well, excuse me, there's no bigger embarrassment than America dropping $150 billion in cash and other currencies on a tarmac uh, for mullahs in Iran that spend their days chanting death to Israel, death to America, and burning our flag and burning the Israeli flag. You know, Sanders is not just about we Our campaign is about transforming the country and creating a government based on the principles of economic, social, racial, environmental justice. And you just look at what he's supporting. Medicare for all. Kamala is supporting that. Kirsten Gillibrand supporting that. She's still in the race or did she leave yet? Then they have, you know, they're, they're trying. But, but when they say Medicare for all, that means it eliminates all private insurance. Kamala tried to backtrack. Then she doubled down and said, no, I really mean it. You know, then Booker and Klobuchar are literally promoting this Green New Deal. Seriously, we're going to promote something that eliminates fossil fuels, natural gas, oil, coal in 10 years. New green energy. Okay, what if it's more expensive? And then we're going to rebuild every home. Who's going to pay for that? Then we're going to guarantee free, 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 you know, medical, family leave, vacations. We're going to have, oh, let's see, free college education, as if we didn't destroy K through 12 enough. And then we're going to have, oh, free healthy food or or guaranteed healthy food. Oh, boy. We're going to have a, a government bureau of healthy food deciders that say, oh, Hannity, you use way too much salt. We're cutting back on your salt consumption. You can't get any more salt. Free retirement, free housing, free health care. Everything's for free, even if you're unwilling to work. We, it'll never sustain itself. The only danger, there's a danger here because every human being, the psychological makeup, of human beings, and this is in a religious sense where faith comes into one's life or thought process. And, you know, what is faith? It's believing in something you don't see. You know, it's believing because your heart tells you and your mind tells you and your soul and solar plexus tell you and an inner knowing, if you will, that you believe that that there's a God, a creator in heaven. I think you can also analyze it intellectually and just say, okay, little baby ant, caterpillars, giraffes and lions and tigers and bears, oh my, and something called gravity, which keeps us all in check. And then you look at the moon and you see the little craters if you have a halfway decent telescope to look through. And then you can see Mars and then you see the millions and billions of stars up there and Then you realize we have a whole solar system, and then we go beyond that, and we have solar systems within solar systems within solar systems within solar systems. And I just think the idea that all of this, you know, happened with one big bang and that there's not a creator doesn't make any sense to me. Because then you got to ask the fundamental question, well, where did that energy come from? And the only thing that explains it to me is that there is a God and you know, biblically, if you read that, you believe that he knew all of us before we were born. But I don't mean to digress here. It is, it is, every, it is natural for every person to have fear. How am I going to afford my kids' college? Fear. What if I lose my health care? 
Fear. What if I don't have enough for retirement? Fear. What if I lose my house because I can't afford it? What if I get sick and can't? All these things. So the government comes along every time, and just like they did in Venezuela and Cuba and the former Soviet Union, and that example, to each according to their need and from each according to their ability. And, you know, they say, oh, no, 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 we're good. you're guaranteed housing. No, 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 you're guaranteed health care. You're guaranteed retirement. You're guaranteed healthy food. You're guaranteed vacations. You're guaranteed, guaranteed, guaranteed. So it's appealing, but every time you accept whatever platitude bumper sticker promise they give you, you give up in the process liberty and freedom, a founding document. We're endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. It doesn't say anything about a guaranteed life. You know, you can use these examples. We're watching on a, on a micro level what's going to happen to the country. You know, the, the words of Andrew Cuomo, the top 1% pay about 50% of New York taxes. The top 10% pay 75%. We have the most progressive tax system in America. Tax the rich, tax the rich, tax the rich. We did. Now, God forbid the rich leave. Well, they're leaving New York. They're leaving New Jersey. They're leaving Illinois and they're leaving California. In nine years, California lost a million people. That said, the hell with this high taxes, burdensome regulation. I'm getting the hell out of here. And, you know, it's not just Ocasio-Cortez. It's Klobuchar. The Green New Deal is so important right now for our country. Well, what happened to keep your doctor, keep your plan and pay less? That was supposed to take away our health care fears. Everybody, millions lost their doctors, millions lost their plans, and everybody paid more. So the, the promises, the platitudes, the bumper stickers, they sound great. But the, in reality, there's, it, it, it destroys human initiative. The braver way to live one's life, if you are courageous, is you have got to put your fears aside. There was a book once that I never read. I got it all out of the title. Feel your fear, which everybody has a natural fears, worries, and do it anyway. If you don't take responsibility for your life, you live in the freest, best, greatest country God gave man. You got to get up every day and find a way to make money, find a way, build skills, work for people, learn skills. There's so many different ways that you can do this. You know, Warren is set to release her $70 billion per year plan for universal child care that will be used by the wealth tax. So after everyone's paid taxes, now she's giving us a number. She wants that after you've been taxed, if you saved any, She's going to grab another $70 billion and redistribute the money for universal child care. Is there anything they don't want to pay for? And do you really believe these promises, platitudes, bumper stickers are, are going to be upheld? Because if you do, I want to sell you a bridge. Whatever one you want. It is, it is a premise on lies. 
it is a premise also, you know, Bernie's saying Trump is a pathological liar, fraud, racist, sexist. Okay, well, we're starting already. You know, look at the rush to judgment. Klobuchar, I do, I don't support four-year college, only two, or whatever she supports. This will destroy the United States of America as we know it. And it's going to appeal to some people because it's free. It's going to appeal to some people because it takes away their fear. It's going to appeal. You know, you once somebody gives you everything, what happens to your own incentive to dig down deep and be the best you can be? Stress is a good thing. Stress makes you dig deeper and grow and push yourself. You know, if you ever climb up a high dive, you got to jump. Sometimes it doesn't work out. When it doesn't, oh, well, you pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and go on. No whining in football. One thing that is not political, it's smoking. That's about people. And there are 34 million Americans now that smoke. But for many, there's not been a clear alternative. Juul, for me, has been a game changer. I watch people all the time. They go outside in the middle of the freezing winter just to have their smoke. You don't have to do that anymore because of Juul. Now, people don't have to worry about the smell on your hands. Juul was specifically designed by smokers for smokers to be a satisfying alternative it's a clean technology. Juul has no ash, no odor, no mess. If you're one of those 34 million adults who do smoke, you now know there's an alternative to cigarettes and cigars. Just go to Juul, J-U-U-L dot com slash Switch America. That's J-U-U-L dot com slash Switch America. Now, this product does contain nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. But just go to Juul, J-U-U-L dot com slash Switch America. Yeah, the Voter Bill of Rights. Man, this is insane. But that is the new Democratic... You know, do you, you really think all that stuff is going to be free? Um, I'm going to get into this in more detail in the next segment. There is now... It's taken us two years. We've been able to unpeel every layer of this onion. And we now have Democrats, Mark Penn, Alan Dershowitz... So many others. A great piece by Victor Davis Hanson, Autopsy of a Dead Coup. And what everybody's beginning to realize is that, yeah, what we've been reporting with our our ensemble cast, which I never had in all the years I've been on radio and TV, just regulars that have been doing the deep dive digging, including ourselves, to really find out what happened. And the short version is they rigged an investigation into Hillary to allow her not to be indicted and continue in the race. And then they literally used her illegal in the sense it was funneled money, campaign cash, phony debunked now, never verified Russian dossier to stop Trump from getting elected. And then a full insurance policy, which even included invoking the 25th Amendment and taping the president to screw him over and undo an election of the American people. I'm going to tell you more details when we get back. Joe Biden wants you taxed to the brink, under the thumb of the IRS, and controlled with a digital dollar. That's why thousands of hardworking, patriotic Americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with precious metals like gold and silver. And guess what? Sean Hannity is doing the same. He's been purchasing precious metals like gold and silver from the top-rated company, Goldco. 
Goldco is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner, number one rated gold IRA company with over 5,000 five-star reviews. And they've placed over $2 billion in precious metal sales for people just like you. Right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. That's right, up to $10,000 in bonus silver, but only while supplies last. So if you're looking to diversify your savings, visit HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. You may qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver, so don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com. HannityGold.com. That's HannityGold.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You know, I've been talking for months now about the Knox entry system and how it helps law enforcement gain access uh, that they need to schools during, you know, hostile events or emergencies. In fact, more than 200 municipalities currently trust Knox entry system to provide a secure and efficient means to get access where and when they need it. Now, businesses and airports and specific industrial applications, they have now joined schools and law enforcement and fire departments and are using the Knox entry system to manage first responder access and or authorized service activity. Why? To better protect and monitor their critical assets. When seconds matter, Knox entry allows you to develop a customized access strategy complete with an audit trail and rapid flexibility. If your company has important assets that you want to protect, well, contact Knox today for more information on their innovative Knox entry system. Go to their website. It's Knox, K-N-O-X dot com. That's Knox dot com for more information. All right, 25 till the top of the hour. It sounds great, doesn't it? Really does. Uh, we're going to get off all fossil fuels 10 years and only use renewable energy. Oh, wow. We spent 70 years getting to this point. It took Donald Trump to lift burdensome regulation, a stranglehold on our energy industry. Well, they want to nationalize energy, nationalize healthcare. They want to nationalize every every single big, uh, big economic faction in in the country. What do you think it means? An economic environment free of monopolies. How does Ocasio Cortez not feel bad that twenty five thousand jobs? Although I think it's unfair to only do it for one company, Amazon, that doesn't pay anything in taxes and not do it for every company, which would be the smart thing to do, you know, but they don't like corporations. They think corporations are evil. Well, the standard of living that we have is because people, they put money at risk and they create goods and services that people want, need and desire. And people either choose to pay or not pay. And sometimes businesses fail. When they fail, the people that lost the money, they lost it. Their dream goes down the tubes until they can get their feet together, you know, get their act together and get back on their feet. It's not how hard you get hit. You know, that's what winning's about. You can just keep pushing, moving forward. How does that go, Linda? You love Rocky. That's, you know, that great speech that Rocky gives to his son in one of the latest Rocky movies. You know, it's, it's not life is tough. You're going to get hit. You're going to get knocked down. It's not how hard you get hit. It's, 
It's whether you get up and keep moving. Why are you stealing my lines? You know this is my movie. Maybe Jason will pull it up. My favorite movie. First of all. First of all. All of the Rocky all, movies. I was actually just talking about this. As we plan our trip to Vietnam, how excited we are to be on a plane for 30 plus hours. Somebody told me, by the way, that there is a real Adrian's in Philly. Is that true? Well, it's actually called the Victor Cafe, but it's oh. where they filmed. Um, well, why would they change the name? They should keep it Adrian's. Well, no, I think it was always the Victor Cafe. It's got that meant that restaurant's been there for a hundred years. But right. when they were on location in South Philly and they were trying to figure out where to go, the spots on Thirteenth um, and Dickinson, right in South Philly, they were trying to figure out, you know, what made the best fit. Way, and that was it. Right, I, way too much detail here. So there, but why don't they call it Adrian's? Because the place was already called Victor Cafe, they would have had to change the name to Adrian's. Okay, but Adrian's would bring them because of the success of Sylvester Trust Stallone. Me. Trust me. Everybody, everybody knows. knows. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. If you Google the restaurant Adrian's from the from the movies, it'll show up. The it cafe. comes up the Victor Cafe. They're, that's what they're known for. Okay, so it's a good restaurant. I hear right, it's amazing, 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 amazing Italian food. If you're from Philly, you have to go. If you're from anywhere visiting Philly, you have to go. It's fantastic. So the Bill of Rights guarantees a job. Family sustained wage, family medical leave, vacations, retirement security. Wow. They're going to guarantee that? Do you want to quali- hear the speech? All right, let's listen. This is a great speech. It's inspirational. This Rocky with his son, uh, who's older now, and he's saying, hey, life's tough. Well, you Keep moving. Fit right here. I'd hold you up and say to your mother, this kid's going to be the best kid in the world. This kid's going to be somebody better than anybody ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching every day. It was like a privilege. Then the time come for you to be your own man and take on the world, and you did. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame, like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. It's great. It's true. Life's hard. People struggle. But then, you know, here comes the government. Here's what I'm trying to tell you. This is, these are false promises. Vacations, family sustaining wage, uh, family leave, medical leave, retirement security. No more worries. You know, high quality education um, and higher education, meaning college, trade schools. Uh, Oh, a guarantee. Guaranteed healthy food. Can't wait for the Department of Food to be built by the government to tell us what we need to eat. Oh, could you imagine if Linda ever took over that that part of the government? You know, I take offense be, to everything that. Everything would be disgustingly green in in a blender shake, whatever kale shakes you. And, and there would be some orange, all the or, colors yeah, of the rainbow. Orange and green both make me want to vomit, and both make me think of Linda Blair and The Exorcist. I actually look a little bit like her, so thank you. Yeah, when she projectile vomits um, onto the priest. 
high-quality health care, safe, affordable housing, economic environment, free of monopolies, economic security for all who are unable or unwilling to work. We're going to get rid of, we now, for the first time in 70 years, the lifeblood of our economy. We're the biggest gas oil producers in the world. Yes, more than Saudi Arabia and Russia. There's freedom with that because it's the lifeblood of every economy. And they're going to take us down this primrose path of sunshine and rainbows and lollipops and cotton candy. And a worry-free life, it's a lie. All of this is a pipe dream lie. It will fail as miserably as keep your doctor, your plan, and save money. And America will go bankrupt. And America, the dream of America, dies. And freedom to get your own health insurance. You know, and then we're going to take 70% of your income. And then if we already took the income and you have any left, we're going to come back again and take another $70 billion for free daycare for Elizabeth Warren. And then we're going to make sure everything's even. That's why everyone's leaving New York. I mean, it's ridiculous. They, and even in New York, these people are so stupid. You know, after campaigning against a, a luxury you know, real estate developer, now AOC moves into a luxury apartment. After the success in torpedoing the Amazon deal, then you have New York's extreme radical socialist Democratic Party they want to drive other businesses out of the city. And I'm not making it up. We're starting to look like Venezuela here. You know, dozens of job-creating big businesses are all headed for the exits. Just like, you know, California lost 13,000 businesses in nine years. That's insane. Now is the time for a cleared-eyed post-mortem on the economic initiative program said the citizens budget commission president andy ryan wow a day after amazon ditched their three-month-old deal with new york the democratic speaker of the city council new york city you know critic of the amazon deal ocasio cortez critic of the amazon deal okay i lived in long island city i'd be pissed all right let me go back to the deep state let me read victor davis hansen the great writer, brilliant writer. I wish I had the time to sculpt a, an article as well written as this one. Autopsy of a dead coup. The illegal effort to destroy the 2016 Trump campaign by Hillary Clinton's campaign's use of funds to create, disseminate among court media, their best friends, and then salt among high Obama administration officials, a fabricated opposition smear dossier he points out failed so so has the second special prosecutor phase of the coup to abort the trump presidency failed many elements to what in time likely will be recognized become recognized as the greatest scandal in american political history marking for the first occasion in which u.s government bureaucrats sought to overturn an election and remove a sitting u.s president no palace coup can take place without the perception of popular anger at a president. The deep state is by nature cowardly. It does not move unless it feels it can disguise its subterranean efforts or that if revealed, those efforts will be seen as popular and necessary. 
as expressed in Comey's book and director uh, McCabe's uh, psychodramatic The Threat. If in candidate Trump and President Trump's case of prepping of the battlefield translated into coordinated efforts among the media, political progressive celebrities to so demonize Trump that his imminent removal likely would appear a relief to the people. Anything was justified that led to that end. Although the 2016 campaign, the first two years of Trump's presidency, the media's treatment, 90% negative coverage. Then he names names and goes on to explain so much more. What have I been saying? This is the biggest abuse of power, corruption scandal in history. And it all starts with Hillary Clinton and the criminal investigation for mishandling top secret classified information, which all turned out to be true. But the people that were in power, the deep state operatives and the FBI, their favorite candidate struck in Comey. It was obviously Hillary Clinton. And so they cleared her. They rigged the investigation. As a matter of fact, wrote her exoneration before the investigation even though he admitted all these things had happened. If, if Bleach Bit and, and deleting subpoenaed emails and busting up uh, devices is an obstruction, I don't know what is. You know, she's interviewed on July 2nd, 2015, July 5th. Comey reads all the things that were true, but we, wouldn't, we were not going to indict her. You know, Strzok, who thought that Clinton deserved to win $100 million to zero, guy that called Trump loathsome, even attacked Trump supporters as smelly Walmart people. Well, the fix was in. Hillary got away with what no American would get away with because they wanted her in the race to beat Donald Trump. But they had an insurance policy in case they didn't. She got away with things I guarantee you, you would be arrested and put in jail if you did anything the same. And that same month, Clinton was exonerated. Comey struck and the same people opened an investigation into the Trump campaign. You know, struck telling his then girlfriend, Lisa Page, the insurance policy, an unlikely event that he wins. The whole basis of the investigation is around the dirty dossier. Funneled money by Hillary, bought and paid for. You know, hiring a foreign spy through an op research group. Again, funnel money, Christopher Steele. August 2016, every FBI top official and DOJ official is warned, including Andrew Weissman, who's on Mueller's team, that it was not verified, corroborated. Clinton paid for it, and Steele hates Trump. Oh, Nellie Orhel put it together. And the op research, it goes, not only is it disseminated as lies to we the people, then they use the unverified phony Russian dossier with Russian lies to propagandize the American people. Then they use it as the bulk of information to obtain a FISA warrant withholding exculpatory information that FISA court judges need, like Hillary paid for it, like nobody verified it. They committed fraud on the court to advance their coup to help ensure that they can get in the back door of the Trump campaign. Nobody really cared about Carter Page. Notice he's never been charged with anything. The so-called evidence was based on this unverified garbage. Comey, Rod Rosenstein, Andrew McCabe, Sally Ace, all signed those phony FISA warrants. That's fraud. And Comey and his cohorts lying to a FISA court, committing fraud on a FISA court to 
prevent an American citizen and take away from that citizen their constitutional rights. You know, Brennan leaks, Baker, all these criminal investigations. I don't know when we're going to get to the bottom of them all. Then in May of 20, you know, then we fire Comey, May in 2017. Now we know uh, Rod Rosenstein wanted to wear a wire. Now we know that they wanted to, and we're talking about really invoking the 25th Amendment. Look at the people involved. Rod Rosenstein appointed Comey's best friend, Mueller, and sought his advice after he recommended firing him. Mueller hires, let's see, Andrew Weissman, the guy at Hillary's election night party with the worst track record of withholding exculpatory evidence ever. Jeannie Ray was Clinton's former lawyer. Peter Strzok said Clinton should win $100 million to zero. And then the witch hunt begins all based on the roadmap of the phony dossier. Search warrants, perjury traps, secret surveillance, pre-dawn raids, dozens of heavily armed agents for process crimes. But nobody on the left that lies to Congress ever gets the same treatment. You know, the witch hunt rages on. They have no evidence. Now, if we either get to the bottom of this, or I'm telling you right now, you lose your country. It's not even close. Equal justice, equal application of our laws. We're not a constitutional republic if you have a dual justice system. If people can you know, think they're smarter than the American people and work so hard to get one person elected and use the the incredible powers we entrust to them, abuse them to influence the outcome of an election. Now all being exposed. Alan Dershowitz, Mark Pat, everybody sees it for what it is now, except the media. And some of these guys think they're so great, they, they think they did it because it's they're super patriots. Imagine a society with a digital dollar and no cash, no tooth fairy or piggy banks, no more selling extra items for cash. A digital dollar means your life could depend on the Internet, electricity, and people you don't know. Plus, it means every penny you have could all be tracked. So goodbye to privacy. That's why thousands of Americans have decided to opt out of the government's plans by talking to GoldCo and putting a portion of their savings into physical gold and silver, including Sean Hannity. Sean has personally bought medals from the top-rated company, GoldCo, who has an excellent reputation. They've placed over $2 billion in gold and silver, and right now they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. You may qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver, so don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com. That's HannityGold.com. HannityGold.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You know, I've been talking for months now about the Knox entry system and how it helps law enforcement gain access uh, that they need to schools during, you know, hostile events or emergencies. In fact, more than 200 municipalities currently trust Knox entry system to provide a secure and efficient means to get access where and when they need it. 
Now businesses and airports and specific industrial applications, they have now joined schools and law enforcement and fire departments and are using the Knox entry system to manage first responder access and or authorized service activity. Why? To better protect and monitor their critical assets. When seconds matter, Knox Entry allows you to develop a customized access strategy complete with an audit trail and rapid flexibility. If your company has important assets that you want to protect, well, contact Knox today for more information on their innovative Knox Entry system. Go to their website. It's Knox, K-N-O-X.com. That's Knox.com for more information. You were fired from the FBI, and you were fired after the Inspector General of the Department of Justice found that you had displayed a lack of candor, which I think is FBI speak for not telling the truth, about a story that appeared in the Wall Street Journal and whether or not you authorized a leak of material that was in that article. Why should anyone believe you when you were fired from the FBI for lying? Yeah, two reasons. Uh, Before the president started publicly attacking me, I enjoyed a 21-year career in the FBI at every level an agent can serve with conserve within the FBI and with absolutely not a single blemish on that career. Second reason, I believe very strongly I was fired because of the steps we've just discussed. I was fired because I opened a case against the President of the United States. I read the Inspector General's report. That suggests the Inspector General is in on it and firing you for basically making up a pretext to fire you. Is that what you're suggesting? Here's what I can tell you. I read that report very, uh, very closely myself. I've been writing and reading investigative reports for over 20 years and that report was not like anything I have ever read before. An investigative report includes all of the evidence, it includes all of the information, not just those facts that support the conclusion that you'd like to draw. So I have big problems with that report. I disagree with the conclusions they drew. And that is something that I'll be raising in a civil lawsuit that I'll be bringing against the Department of Justice. It it was quite detailed, and it states that you displayed this lack of candor, as it puts it, on four different occasions. I mean, that's not just, well, we didn't understand, I'm not sure I was distracted. That's four separate occasions in which the Inspector General says, You were not forthcoming. You did not tell the truth. Yeah, and I would love to walk through every one of the points that I have for each one of those things that they've said in that report, but I can't do that to you with you this morning because of the lawsuit that we're about to file. The way we operate in the Department of Justice, if we can accuse somebody of wrongdoing, we have to have admissible evidence and credible witnesses. We need to prepare to prove our case in court, and we have to affix our signature to the charging document. That's something that not everybody appreciates. Uh, there's a lot of talk about FISA applications, and many people that I, I see talking about it seem not to recognize uh, what a FISA application. A FISA application is actually a warrant, just like a search warrant. Uh, in order to get a FISA uh, search warrant, you need an affidavit signed by a career federal law enforcement officer who swears that the information in the affidavit is true and correct to the best of his knowledge and belief. Uh, And that's the way we operate. And if it's wrong, sometimes it is, if you find out there's anything incorrect in there, that person is going to face consequences. And that person, Rod Rosenstein, should be facing consequences as he signed off on the third renewal FISA warrant as it relates to Carter Page and, of course, the fourth warrant overall. And before that, it was Andy McCabe. I went over this yesterday on the program in great detail, how I went back, I read the Inspector General's report about Andy McCabe. Good to hear that Savannah Guthrie actually did the same thing. And what you see is shocking. It is a never-ending 
It's a plethora of, well, I guess it is Inspector General speak. But when you say lack of candor, let me tell you what it really means. It means you're lying. And in that Inspector General report, 568 pages, well, it turns out there are 868 mentions of McCabe, 581 mentions of Strzok, 358 mentions of uh, Page. And when you get to the bottom of all of this, well, even on the uh, FISA warrants with, with Rod Rosenstein, who's now about to step down in March, uh, why would he sign the fourth FISA when we know that everybody was warned in August of 2016, before the first FISA application in October of 2016, he signed his almost a year later because it's three-month renewals or nine months later, and he signed it, and he was warned it was unverified, uncorroborated. Now even the dossier author, Christopher Steele, himself admits that he never corroborated any of it, and a lot of it has been debunked and not true. Well, what are the severe consequences that Rod Rosenstein, based on his definition, what is he going to face in all of this? Now, on top of that, you know, what about all the other people that have, you know, been charged with lying to Congress, et cetera? Like, uh, oh, let's see, uh, Roger Stone, a gun's going to be drawn, amphibious vehicles, frogmen, full artillery gear, trucks, 27 people to arrest a guy in a pre-dawn raid. Uh, I'm, it's going to be interesting to see because I think uh, that's not likely to happen. Now, Victor Davis Hanson rightly promotes this thing as the coup that it, that it was and what an attempted coup is. And he writes an article today. It's really well done. Autopsy of a dead coup. You know, you have people uh, with varying political beliefs. Alan Dershowitz saying, yeah, this was an attempted coup. Um, so when, is, when are these guys going to be held accountable for all of this? And Andy McCabe, he goes out there, well, President Trump, you know, lied and slandered my family. Well, the fact is his wife, who was running in Virginia, had the BFF of the Clintons, that's Terry McAuliffe, and Terry McAuliffe gave an insane amount of money raised through a PAC. I think if I remember anywhere between $700,000 or more for a state seat, nobody spends that kind of money usually. Historically, you know, McCabe reveals he briefed congressional leaders on the counter-intel probe of Trump and, quote, nobody, nobody objected. Uh, based on what evidence? Because when they launched this thing, they had already spent nine months looking into Trump-Russia collusion. And even Comey and Lisa Page and Peter Strzok all said there's no there there. Anyway, joining us now to discuss uh, all these new developments as we have our deep state watch is Greg Jarrett, Fox News legal analyst, author of The Russia Hoax, and David Schoen, criminal defense attorney, civil liberties attorney. Welcome both of you. Greg, you know, everything is now beginning to get revealed. This was an attempted coup. When you're going to put a wire on the president, wouldn't you need a warrant to do something like that? Well, you absolutely uh, are violating the law by undertaking a secret recording in a uh, national security privileged venue, which is the White House. But, you know, every time Andrew McCabe opens his mouth, he's getting himself into deeper and deeper criminal jeopardy. Today on NBC, he said he briefed the Gang of Eight on Capitol Hill about opening the counterintelligence investigation into the president. And then he said nobody objected. He has broken the law 
in his statements today on NBC. The Gang of Eight is a statutory creation. Everything that is said to them, everything that they respond to is classified information, and McCabe has now breached that classification. Well, I mean, again, where's the accountability? Now, he's under a criminal investigation now, as is James Baker. Uh, I know criminal <coughs> referrals, we'll talk to Jim Jordan at the bottom of the hour, are also being uh, sent to the new attorney general as it relates to others. Uh, I think you said 12, 13, 14 people, as many as that many people involved in one crime or another. Uh, as you look at all of this, David Schoen, wasn't it? Was this an attempted coup? Was this oh, an attempted coup gone bad? There's no question about it. It's the only thing we've seen like this in our lifetime, but it's an absolute misuse and abuse of the Constitution, which should have everybody shaking in their boots, quite frankly. Uh, let's take a step back. You've got a little cabal of people, not elected officials even, people at the FBI who are all backers of Hillary Clinton getting together. They couldn't have imagined the election result that happened. And now McCabe tells you he thinks this man may have been aided by the Russians. He thinks McCabe, not an elected official, not, uh, just a, a flunky, basically. And he decides there should be, uh, the president should be removed from office. This is unheard of. It's beyond anyone's imagination. Um, it's, it's an abuse of the Constitution. It's an absolute, the initiation of a coup, without any question. And this is never, this is Section 4 of the amendment, 25th Amendment, never been used before for very good reason. And it's not to be initiated by somebody because they don't like who was elected president. So what's the next step? I mean, I guess a lot of this now falls on the lap of the new attorney general. Now, from my perspective, and we're going to go back to our timeline tonight, if you're really going to do a thorough job, you've got to go back to Hillary Clinton in the beginning of that investigation and how that ended with James Comey admitting that she did have classified top secret special access programming information on that mom and pop server, violation of the Espionage Act, then her obstruction of justice. Then we'll take it even a step further. Then we've got the dossier, and everyone was briefed that the dossier was bought and paid for by Hillary using dubious Russian sources. Its own author has sort of distanced himself and said, I have no idea if any of this is true. But that dossier was then used uh, as the bulk of information for a FISA. Uh, that dossier to obtain, in the words of Andrew McCabe, no dossier, no FISA warrant. Well, what they did is they lied to and committed fraud on FISA court judges, not telling them it was not verified, not telling the judges Clinton paid for it, not telling the judges that Christopher Steele just hated Donald Trump. Uh, aren't all those crimes, uh, Greg Jarrett? Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, y you need a calculator to keep track of the number of people and the number of potential crimes that have been committed. I, I, you know, Bill Barr needs to put together a task force of prosecutors and investigators. And I would begin with Hillary Clinton case. Look at the damning Inspector General report about the conduct of James Comey, Lisa Page, Peter Strzok, Andrew McCabe. Uh, that's enough to uh, reopen that case and examine if justice was subverted, but then move along to uh, opening the Trump investigation without probable cause, aligned to the FISA court. So there are several uh, avenues here that the new attorney general must undertake an investigation. And if there is sufficient evidence presented to a federal grand jury for potential indictments. If they knew, as Bruce Orr testified to, 
that Hillary paid for the FISA warrant. It's unverified. And Steele hates Donald Trump. And they still used it to obtain the warrant on the Trump campaign and then used it later to begin this whole witch hunt with Robert Mueller after the firing of Comey. Uh, Isn't that denying an American citizen their due process, their civil rights? And what are the what is the penalty when you commit a fraud upon the court, especially when you know better? Well, first of all, they have committed a crime by doing it. But secondly, the court has the power to hold them in contempt, haul them before the court, demand explanations. But I'll say this, you know, Greg is absolutely right. It's a lot of work uh, for Barr to, Mr. Barr to investigate this, but it has to be done. You flagged these things on the Hannity Show for a long time now. People in the street every day are asking, how is it possible that Hillary Clinton can erase emails, that all of these people can get away with this plotting, and no, we see no sign of any investigation. One of the best pieces of news I heard today was that uh, this guy McCabe was going around hawking his book every place, like Comey did, wants to talk about everything he wants to talk about, now says he's filing a lawsuit. That's a tremendous opportunity. Let's get all of these folks, McCabe, Rosenstein, Comey, under oath in the context of that lawsuit. Put them under oath. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, this guy McCabe appears on all of these TV shows now, and nobody other than the interview you just played raises the, what the IG said about him. For anyone to suggest that Michael Horowitz... Well, he was fired for, for lying and leaking. I mean, th- th- that's why he got fired. By the way, the same reason that Steele got fired, and the fact that Steele was able to use Bruce Orr later as a conduit to get to the special counsel is even more troublesome, on top of the people that... Robert Mueller put together, including Clinton's attorney, uh, Miss Ray, and who has worked on the Clinton Foundation, and Andrew Weissman was briefed about this phony dossier, along with top DOJ and FBI guys. So the whole thing stinks to high heaven from from the get go to where we are now. We got to take a break. More with David Show. More with Greg Jarrett, and a lot more. We have Jim Jordan at the bottom of this half hour. What is Congress going to do about all this? All right, final minute as we have here with Greg Jarrett and David Schoen. Going forward, what needs to happen? Now, we're awaiting the FISA investigation from the IG. Horowitz, I don't know what John Huber's doing. He's supposed to be, I guess, looking into leaking. And now we have a new AG, and Rod Rosenstein is expected to be replaced by Jeffrey Rosen. Um, do you know, either of you know this guy? Well, Rosen Rosen has been in another department, but he's highly regarded as a fine lawyer. Um, and, you know, if Barr has confidence in him, that says a lot. All right, so what should happen? David. I think what Greg said is absolutely right. You need a task force. You have to start from the beginning, as you said earlier, start with Hillary Clinton. But listen, it's going on still. Jeannie Ree is the prosecutor in the Roger Stone case about Clinton emails. Jeannie Ree was Clinton's lawyer in the email scandal. What we know now is from McCabe, Comey, and Rosenstein, the Mueller so-called investigation was a sham from its inception. The team he appointed is a sham. And we see now how it happened. People who supported Hillary Clinton wanted it to happen. They made it happen. And now we're stuck with it. Well, we shouldn't be. Mr. Barr should do something about it. Last word, Greg. This is uh, rank lawlessness by rogue senior officials at the FBI and the Department of Justice. They were uh, devious, they were malevolent, and it should frighten Americans. And the only way to rectify this lawlessness is for a task force by Bill Barr to examine all of it and bring prosecutions where appropriate. Maybe a special counsel? 
No, I, I, you know, I think there's no appetite in America for another endless special counsel who's really unaccountable. Uh, no, they, there are fine career prosecutors. Uh, David knows this at the Department of Justice, and they are perfectly capable under the guidance of Bill Barr to undertake a legitimate investigation. All right. Thank you both, David uh, Schoen and Greg Jarrett. When we come back, Congress's role in this, Jim Jordan uh, will join us from the Freedom Caucus. And then our News Roundup Information Overload Hour, the latest on Smollett and so much more straight ahead. How did he bring up the idea of the 25th Amendment to you? Honestly, I don't remember. He, it was just another kind of topic that he jumped to in the midst of a, a, a of a wide ranging conversation. Seriously, Have you, <laughs> just yeah. another topic? Yeah. Did you counsel him on that? I didn't. I mean, he was discussing um, other cabinet members and whether or not people would support such an idea, whether or not other cabinet members would um, shared his belief that the president was um, was really concerning, was concerning, Rod, at that time. Rosenstein was actually openly talking about whether there was a majority of the cabinet who would vote to remove the president. That's correct. Counting votes or possible votes. Did he assign specific votes to specific people? No, not that I recall. We talked about um, why the president had insisted on firing the director and whether or not he was thinking about the Russia investigation and did that impact his decision. And in the context of that conversation, the deputy attorney general offered to wear a wire into the White House. He said, I never get searched when I go into the White House. I could easily wear a recording device. They wouldn't know it was there. Now, he was not joking. He was absolutely serious. And in fact, he brought it up in the next meeting we had. What did he hope to obtain? I can't characterize what Rod was thinking or what he was hoping at that moment. But the reason you would have someone wear a concealed recording device would be to collect evidence. And in this case, what was the true nature of the president's motivation in calling for the firing of Jim Comey? The general counsel of the FBI and the leadership team you spoke with said what about this idea? I think the general counsel had a heart attack. And when he got up off the floor, he said, I th I, that's a bridge too far. We're not there yet. That it wasn't necessary at that point in the investigation to escalate it to that level. That's correct. Senator Lindsey Graham, who will be investigating this in his committee in the Senate, uh, said about the 25th Amendment revelations and the taping uh, allegations and the contradictory statements between Rod Rosenstein and, of course, Andrew McCabe, that it's one of the most significant moments in American history, if true. Now, it's interesting that Rod Rosenstein is going to step down by mid-March. I'm guessing he probably doesn't want to be interviewed, and apparently he's going to be replaced by Jeffrey Rosen, who currently serves as the deputy secretary at the Department of Transportation. If you look at what we now know, is McCabe is claiming Rosenstein offered to wear this wire into the White House on numerous occasions. Rosenstein has given three contradictory answers. One, he laughs it off. He's sarcastic. Another, just an outright denial. And a third time, he says, well, I didn't do it, um, which is not really a denial if you're serious about it. But what they were pursuing here is a bureaucratic coup against a sitting president. 
the same president, the same players, the same people that allowed Hillary Clinton to get away scot-free by rigging a criminal investigation into her violations of the Espionage Act and her violations of obstruction of justice, which we all know we've been over with many, many times. And by the way, then you add the FISA whole complication to this, and it gets even worse. And interesting that Christopher Steele is stonewalling the Senate Intel Committee. He doesn't want to talk because then he has to admit everything in that dumb dossier, which became the bulk of the FISA warrant and, frankly, the roadmap for the insurance policy to destroy Trump vis-a-vis these bureaucratic deep state actors and and Robert Mueller. Well, that didn't exactly work out the way they planned. Joining us now is Jim Jordan with the House, with the House Freedom Caucus. Uh, you've been following this. Uh I hear there are a bunch of criminal referrals being sent over to the new AG. What do you know? Well, we know that Jim Baker and Andy McCabe are currently already under investigation. The takeaway I have, too, Sean, is not only were these guys plotting to figure out a way to remove the president of the United States from office, none of these individuals are elected. None of them ever put their name on the ballot and went out in front of the American people. And frankly, only one of the five who were in those critical meetings in that time period between Comey is fired on May 9th and Mueller is named as special counsel on May 17th of 2017. In that critical eight-day period, these people who are applying this, only one of them was Senate confirmed. That's Rod Rosenstein. So no one's ever had to appear before the American people, and yet they are trying to figure out ways to remove the president from office, to wear a wire into the Oval Office. This is, as, as Lindsey Graham said, one of the scariest things we've ever seen in our country. I'm going to read from uh, Victor Davis Hanson, who I thought wrote a great piece. He's with NRO Online. He said, well, the headline is Autopsy of a Dead Coup. He writes, the illegal effort to destroy the 2016 Trump campaign by Hillary Clinton's campaign use of funds to create, disseminate among court media and then salt among high Obama administration officials, a fabricated op smear dossier failed. He goes, so the second special prosecutor phase of the coup to abort the Trump presidency failed. And there are many elements to what in time likely will become recognized as the greatest scandal in American political history, marking the first occasion in which the U.S. government and their bureaucrats sought to overturn an election and remove a sitting U.S. president. Uh, Do you agree with that? I think that is right on target. Remember, this all started from the faulty premise, as you mentioned before, this dossier. They didn't want to get to this point. They wanted this to happen before the election. They wanted to be able to stop President Trump from being elected before the election. That's why they launched this this whole thing in July of 2016. That's why, you know, Clinton campaign pays Perkins Coie Law Firm, who pays Fusion GPS Glenn Simpson, who then goes and hires a foreigner who puts together the garbage National Enquirer document we call the dossier that was the basis for going to the FISA court to get the warrant to spy on the Trump campaign. That all happened. They got the FISA application prior to the election. So this is this was their plan. Um, thank goodness it didn't it didn't work out. And thank goodness now the truth is beginning to come out. What about holding these people responsible? I mean, I, I think some of the best moments in congressional hearings, the ones that we know about, and a lot yeah. of this has been kept hidden, are the moments you and Mark Meadows and a few others have had really digging in deep and exposing this. And yet we don't get that information. When are we ever going to see those transcripts or hear those transcripts or watch those? The 14 people explain what that is. No, we, we deposed, Sean, in, in last Congress, 14 different folks from Andy McCabe, Jim Comey, Loretta Lynch, 
and and you know Lisa Page, Peter Strzok, Jim Baker, all these key people, we we depose them. That information is starting to become public. But what's critical is Andy McCabe needs to be in an open hearing. Rod Rosenstein needs to be in an open hearing where they're under oath and we can ask them questions because they're saying two different things. And the way our system works is you bring people in. You put them under oath. You ask the questions in front of God and everybody, and people can figure out who's lying and who's telling the truth. Andy McCabe can't be trusted, but I will tell you this. He's now the third person who has said that Rod Rosenstein was serious about wearing a wire and serious about talking to cabinet members and invoking the 25th Amendment. That warrants in and of itself to bring both of these guys in to answer our question. All right. So the question is, if there's going to be equal justice and equal application of our laws and we're going to remain a constitutional republic, wouldn't that mean that we have to go back to the investigation of Hillary Clinton and those people that rigged that investigation, wrote an exoneration before the investigation? Wouldn't it also mean that, you know, Hillary Clinton's funneled money to a law firm, to a foreign national through an op research group? Uh, Shouldn't everybody that was warned by Bruce Orr in August of 2016 that the dossier is unverified, that Clinton paid for it and still hates uh, Donald Trump, and yet they still used it as a basis for a FISA warrant on four separate occasions, Rod Rosenstein signing off the last time, you know, nine months later? Uh, Aren't all those people guilty of committing the crime of of a fraud, presenting a fraud before a court and also denying a fellow American their their civil rights? Yeah, no, you, you well said. Uh, it's why we've called for a second special counsel for over a year and a half now. Uh, supposedly, John Huber, U.S. attorney, is supposed to be looking into everything you just said, but we've not heard one thing from that individual over the last 10 months since he started his investigation. So we'll, we'll just have to see what he ultimately brings forward. There is also a second inspector general investigation that's, that's in the works now. That's supposed to be, be done sometime this late that's spring. That's supposed to be summer. on the FISA abuse issue. Exactly. And we, we need, we all need right, but all do you have any Do you have any doubt that Hillary was given a pass because she was the favored candidate and not indicted like of every other not. American? Of course she was. Okay. Do you believe that the names they gave the investigations, the Clinton investigation was called the mid-year exam, but the Trump rush investigation was called crossfire hurricane as they're pounding their chest like Tarzan because they, they were out to get the president. So you can tell the bias from the very terms they gave to characterize the respective investigation. So of course we know the fix was in on Hillary. We've seen that. And the same people who did that investigation, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, Andy McCabe, Jim Comey, are the very same people who launched the Russian investigation into President Trump and used the faulty dossier. Okay, so all these people that rigged her investigation, all those people that used the bought and paid for phony dossier whose author doesn't even stand by this any longer, um, they're all guilty of committing a crime, uh, which is fraud before a court, aren't they? And, you know, all those people that signed it, because we know they didn't verify it. Aren't all those people that signed it, aren't they culpable? Isn't that a breaking the if I committed a if I lied to a judge and committed a fraud with full knowledge I'm committing a fraud, wouldn't that put me in jail? Two two things. It's why we need Mr. Huber and Mr. Horowitz to complete their investigation. Second, you're right. The double standard is driving Americans crazy. One set of rules for us regular people, but a different set for Comey. Clinton, Lynch, Lerner, Page, Strzok, all these people that we've, we've seen in the bureaucratic state in these various agencies. I'll tell you what else it reminds me of. You want to talk about a double standard. How about the fact that Adam Schiff, now chairman of the Intel Committee, met with Glenn Simpson 
in Colorado last summer. The same Glenn Simpson who was hired by Perkins Coie and the Clinton campaign to put together the dossier. The head of the Intel Committee is meeting with that guy. And, oh, by the way, this is the same Intel Committee chairman who, when Devin Nunes was chairman, said, oh, no, Nunes has to recuse himself because he talked with people in the administration. Talk about oh. a double standard right there. Think about that. Well, where is Congress to the Republicans doing their job demanding that he recuse himself? Well, that, you're exactly, that's why I'm pointing out right now. I mean, it sure looks hypocritical when, when he says one thing, and yet he, he's, meeting, he's meeting with Glenn Simpson, the author of the dirty dossier, the guy who was paid, well, let me for, ask this paid by the Clintons to put together the dossier. Yeah, but it was only a friendly meeting in Aspen, just happened to bump into each <laughs> other. Uh, you actually said you can't trust McCabe. Well, we know that he was less than honest. And if you read the first IG report, they said over and over again yeah. that he, he didn't show candor. I don't know why they don't just say you lied. And he leaked. That was part of it. But you say, but he's right about Rod Rosenstein's wire. How do you know that? Well, we don't know. That's why I have to bring both in. I think he's right because he's, as I said, he's the, even though I don't think you can trust him and he, he tries to present himself as Mr. Boy Scout, he lied three times under oath. He was fired, all that stuff. He's under investigation by the Department of Justice. He is the third person who's told us that Rod Rosenstein was, in fact, serious when, he, when, he was, when uh, it's been reported that he talked about wearing the wire to record the president and invoking the 25th Amendment. So when you hear from three people, you have to, you have to give it some weight. I do think it happened. I do think Rod Rosenstein was serious about that. That's why we've said all along, we want them both. And what about James Comey? I mean, if Comey and Strzok are the people writing the exoneration of Hillary in May of 2016, and they don't interview her until July 2nd, and they exonerate her on July 5th after they acknowledge she had top-secret classified information on that private server, um, isn't that, you know, didn't they use their, abuse their power to help their candidate of choice. And in the case of, of Strzok, here you have McCabe defending Lisa Page and Peter Strzok, saying, oh, they're good people. They'll serve the country well. And I'm thinking yeah, the, ver- the very with- same people involved in this whole thing. Yeah, good people with an extreme bias against the president, for goodness sake. You're right, Lisa Page worked directly for Andy McCabe. He brought her in, and he was she was, she was primarily working for the deputy director, um, Mr. McCabe. I'm all for bringing Jim Comey back as well. And we'll see what the new attorney general does when he starts examining all this and figuring out what should happen with Andy McCabe, what should happen with Peter Strzok, what should happen with Jim Baker. He's under investigation by the Justice Department as well. So uh, we'll see what the new attorney general. Are you uh, convinced some of these people are going to go to jail for these crimes? I think Andy McCabe has got real concerns. I think there are real concerns with Peter Strzok. What about Rod? What about Page? What about Strzok? What about Comey? Don't know about don't know about any of those. What about everybody um, that signed the not, phony FISA application? Press, yeah, our job is not to press charges. Our job is to get information to the American people. That's the job of Congress. Right. We can't do that job complete uh, completely until we have Rosenstein under oath and McCabe under oath in front of our committee. All right, Jim Jordan, thanks for being with us. News Roundup Information Overload, the latest on the Smollett case coming up at the top of the hour. Your calls also, 800 941 Sean. I see values basic human decency, not snatching children from their parents, 
or turning our back on refugees at our border because it makes us embarrassing. I'm going to be signing a national emergency. We want to stop drugs from coming into our country. I'm urging everybody, get together, rally in every community across this country. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload. Well, the information is still coming out, and I'm going to withhold until all the information actually comes out. Um, we know in America that uh, bigoted and biased attacks are on the rise in a serious way. What we're seeing is attacks on people because they're different, and we all need to join together and condemn those attacks. Since 9-11, the majority of the terrorist attacks on our, soul, soul, on our soil have been right-wing terrorist attacks. We have to understand this is happening for a reason. It's coming from the President of the United States. He's dog whistling every day. He's separating and dividing. And he is basically emboldening those folks who feel this way. Which tweet? What tweet? Uh, the, about uh, saying that it is a modern day lynching that. Um, uh, sorry. <laughs> Jesse Smollett. Um, Okay, so I will say this about that case. I think that the facts are still unfolding. All right, that was Kamala Harris along with uh, Cory Booker and so many others. In their cases, they had talked about this being a modern-day lynching. uh, But now they're saying, no, we need the facts to come out after things have changed in terms of the story of Jussie Smollett in a pretty dramatic way. Um, And you got a lot of people who's... You know, Nancy Pelosi deleting the tweet, the racist homophobic attack on Jussie Smollett is an affront to our humanity. No one should be attacked for who they are and whom they love. I pray that Jussie has a speedy recovery and that justice is served. May we all commit to ending this hate once and for all. I love the people that are blaming Donald Trump, too. You know, two weeks ago, what was it? Democrats, their lefty media agitators jumping all over these Covington, Kentucky high school kids all rushed to judgment. Oh, he confronted a Native American, Nathan Phillips, when just the opposite happened. And Nathan Phillips walked up to the student. He said he was praying, but he was also banging his drum about as close to his face as you can get without hitting the kid. The lawyer now, Lynn Wood of uh, Atlanta, is a killer attorney, and now he's representing these kids. And he gave the media a heads up that they better retract and apologize. Most of them did not. Same with Hollywood. And he also said in a tweet that, yeah, he's going to go after Nathan Phillips as well for lying about this whole thing and saying what he said. Now, what you have is you have these two brothers interrogated by the police that are investigating this. And they said this was all orchestrated. They even rehearsed it and they were paid for it. Thirty five hundred dollars and another five hundred dollars owned owed to them. So we'll see where this goes in the end. You know, it's funny because the uh, Daily Caller today has a list of hate crimes in the Trump era. And, you know, because this was a hate crime. That's what I would say. This is this is based out of hatred. This is MAGA country. Uh, No, that's not true either. But there was remember in Michigan, it turns out they have a list of it. 
A Muslim woman at the University of Michigan received national attention from outlets like the Washington Post in November 2016. She claimed a drunk 20-something man threatened to light her on fire if she didn't remove her hijab. University condemned the hateful attack turned out to be a hoax. November 2016 again, a bisexual student fakes Trump-inspired hate crime. Apparently an openly bisexual senior, North Park University claimed to be the target of hateful notes and emails following Trump's election in 2016. I just want them to stop by them. He were, you know, turned out to be herself as the whole thing was fabricated. We got another case of a gas station racism goes viral. The police then debunked that in Philadelphia. You know, a woman claimed in November 2016 she was harassed at a gas station by white Trump-supporting males, uh, one of whom pulled a weapon on her and claimed that the men proceeded to talk about the election and how they're glad they won't have to deal with the N-word much longer. Boyer deleted her post after it went viral, claimed the men had been caught and were facing criminal charges. Uh, Local police debunked that whole account of hers. And you have, uh, you know, it just goes on. I have pages of this now. Then all the instances, everybody hates Donald Trump so bad that if you wear, think about this, a Make America Great Again hat, if you, it's meaning you want the country to be great. And we're turning the country around. That's another fact that the media just refuses to report on. Um, somehow that is a symbol of all the horrible things that Donald Trump is. Well, Donald Trump, you know, you look at you look at success a couple of ways. You look at pers- a person's point of view a lot of different ways. A lot of people use, you know, words and they make promises and they offer lofty things like keeping your doctor and your plan and saving money and it never turns out to work that way. And and we're going to fix the economy and nine trillion dollars in debt is reckless and irresponsible. And then the guy goes on after eight years, Barack Obama, to take on more debt than all 43 presidents before him combined. You know, that's the same thing with this new Green Deal. Everything is promised. Housing, education, even college, even government food and all medical leave, family leave, vacations, government vacations. Everything is going to be handled. Retirement. Every an equal income, because even if you're unwilling to work, but we're going to rebuild every home in 10 years. Good luck with that. And then we're also going to eliminate cows because the flatulence is bad for the environment. And Cory Booker, Spartacus, says we don't need to eat meat. And then we're going to build all these high speed rails and we won't need airplanes anymore. And I guess we'll probably be taking sailboats over to Europe if you need to get there. We'll go the old fashioned way. Not sure exactly how we get the high speed rail to take us to Asia or take us to Australia or New Zealand. It's going to be a very difficult trip, but that's what they're proposing. And who's going to pay for it? We shouldn't talk about the cost. The cost is irrelevant. After all, it's the planet that we're saving. And that's the insanity of what you call the left wing today. Um, but it's not, you know, investigators n- seem to know now why. Smollett faked his attack, but, you know, I, I just have a hard time understanding why people would go to this length to make a political point. You look at this guy's Twitter. He hates Donald Trump, which he's allowed to do. Lara Logan, I love this interview that she did. She actually called the media 
yeah, mostly liberal. And then she says, I'm committing professional suicide. Why? Because she told the truth. A great reporter for 60 minutes. They don't use her enough, I thought, I think. And I watch, you know, her reports. They're always phenomenal, always well done. Think of the bravery she showed when she was in Tahir Square and literally nearly got killed and raped in front of everybody. It was horrible what, what she went through. And she's been in more war zones than anybody I know. And what she's saying is a thousand percent true. She writes, you know, visually, anyone who's been to Israel and, you know, you, you look at, well, I'll get to the media part. To me, in America, you got a tiny little corner where you have conservative voices, Breitbart, Fox, a few others. From there, you have CBS, ABC, NBC, The Huffington Post, Politico, and I'll add all these left-wing cable channels. And that's a problem, she says, for me, because even if it was reversed, if it was vastly mostly on the right, that would be a problem for me. My experience has been the more opinions I have, the more ways you get to look at everything in life. And then she, you know, admits this is probably, you know, career suicide. Anyway, what do you think of the Smollett case, uh, Linda? You seem very interested in this. Yeah, I find it outrageous. I think it's absolutely outrageous. And I saw Bongino on your show last night, and he was talking about how, you know, what he's done is is just beyond, it's just beyond the pale and, and, and using the taxpayer resources and weighing on everyone's emotions and, and sort of stirring up controversy where there is none because your career's in the tank is really sad. And, you know, I was talking earlier to the team here, and we were saying, you know, Crushing up aspirin and putting it into an envelope and pretending that it's something that is not like, you know, anthrax or something, it's a felony. So if it comes out that, you know, 100 percent that this letter was, you know, crafted by him and sent by him, I mean, that is a felony. And I think that we should give him exactly what he would give a Trump supporter. You know, if a Trump supporter did this, they would have served time in jail. I wish I this this kind of thing didn't happen. We know what happened to Donald Trump's family. Uh, we know that it happened to my television show and a dear friend of ours who was working with us at the time and has now gone on to bigger and better things, our friend Elise. I mean, she literally was in isolation, if I remember, eight to ten hours because somebody mailed me some white powder. And you have to take those incidences very seriously or else you can die. I do and- love that they're editing out his scenes, though. I mean, if this was an attempt to, to give some sort of push to his career... Man, has it had the complete opposite effect. What do you make of Sundance and the festival favorite, Knock Down the House? The movie about uh, Ocasio-Cortez got $10 million. And then Ocasio-Cortez apparently doesn't understand that our border wall is different from the Berlin Wall in terms of the Berlin Wall was designed to keep people in East Germany and away from freedom. No matter how you feel about, a, about the wall, you know... I think it's a moral abomination. I think it's like the Berlin Wall. I think it's like the Berlin Wall. No, it's actually for opposite purposes. In the morning, when she gets her talking points from Tom Steyer and George Soros, they should give her links to definitions. Because what's happening is she's going out and she's repeating what they're telling her to say. And she has no idea what she's talking about. So she gets so, out there and she's like, oh, man, I was absent that day in the 10th grade where they explained what the Berlin Wall was. So I'm just going to I'm just going to go with this and hope. And, and the problem is she preys on ignorance. And because people are too lazy to actually investigate what she's saying and any sort of credence that any of it might have, everybody just kind of goes along with it. Oh, 
She's no, you got a hundred oh, of great. them. Look at Ocasio Cortez's influence on Spartacus. I mean, he's adopting the the entire New Deal. Negative. He's not adopting anything that she says. He's adopting the popularity by which it's being accepted. Well, he's saying that we need it, and he's the one that also said we need to abolish meat. And you know, if you look at every single Democratic candidate, all right, Elizabeth Warren uh, wants a wealth tax after you've already paid money. I think she supports two Medicare for all. She, Kamala Harris, Kirsten Gillibrand, Bernie Sanders, they all want to eliminate all private health insurance. Listen, I look forward to them all taking a deep dive into their own states and how great everything has been in their own states. If people actually looked at what these people have achieved and done to the states that they represent right uh, now. That was that was my monologue yesterday yes, when you were away. Uh, I wasn't away. I heard your monologue and I <laughs> helped you do the research. So I'm fully aware of what it was about. Uh, your you research was actually numbers. on the tax basis of why people are making the mass exodus. And I totally agree with that. But I also want people to take a look at all the other things that they've done, or should I say not done, while they've been in office. And then decide if you want that person representing you doing a whole lot of nothing when they're the president of your country. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. All right, as we continue, news roundup and uh, information overload hour. Look at this, and nobody will talk about it. I thought the biggest beatdown of the week was the president with fake news CNN's Jim Acosta when he was announcing the national emergency. Uh, He also had introduced earlier some of the angel moms, one of the more recent angel moms. I haven't met met this particular one, but I've met so many of them and interviewed many of them many times. And I don't know how, I, I don't know how you get up in the morning, you know, when you find out that your son or daughter was killed and then you find out it's an illegal immigrant that we had in custody that was either set free because of some sanctuary law or deported. And in one case, you know, five separate times the guy walks right back across the border. And then the question from Acosta goes out, well, isn't this a manufactured crisis? And the president answers, uh, maybe you should ask the angel moms and interview her. And her answer was, no, it's not a manufactured crisis. You can hear her. Listen. There's a lot of reporting out there. There's a lot of crime data out there. There's a lot of uh, Department of Homeland Security data out there that shows border crossings at a near record low. Uh, that shows us, un- still, undocumented immigrants me, committing crime at lower levels. That shows undocumented cr- criminals or undocumented immigrants committing crime at lower levels than native-born Americans. Um, what, what do you I, say I, to you? You don't, you don't really believe that stat. Well, do you really believe what, that what do you stat? S- well, Take a look at this. our federal prisons. I believe, I believe in facts and statistics okay, and data. Okay, anymore, quick. Let's go. Let me just ask you this. What do you say to your critics who say that you are creating a national emergency, that you're concocting a national emergency here in order to get your wall because I, I you couldn't get it through other moms, ways. What do you think? Do you think I'm creating something? Ask these incredible women who lost their daughters and their sons. This is real. Okay? It's real. Because your question is a very political question because you have an agenda. You're CNN. You're fake news. You have an agenda. Uh, the numbers that you gave are wrong. Take a look at our federal prison population. See how many of them, percentage-wise, are illegal aliens. Just see. Go ahead and see. It's a fake question. You know, look at what happened yesterday. Cartel ambushes Mexican soldiers right near the Texas border. Ninety percent of the heroin that's killing, you know, 300 people a week in this country is coming across the southern border. You know, 4,000 homicides, uh, 30,000 sex assaults, and 100,000 violent assaults by illegal immigrant criminals. Now, I know it's 
it's a small number, but we've got to keep our country safe first. You know, Nancy Pelosi literally saying, no ICE alert if illegal fails gun background check. Well, that's really brilliant, too. All right, 25 now till the top of the hour. News Roundup Information Overload. You know, we kind of call it like Democratic crazy. And every day it's becoming more and more apparent just how extraordinarily extreme this new radical Democratic Socialist Party has become. And we see it every day with, you know, their presidential candidates, Kamala Harris and Bernie Sanders and uh, Spartacus. I mean, what they're advocating, of course... Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And, of course, I went through all the numbers yesterday about, oh, all these high-tax states with all these uh, bureaucratic obstacles. Oh, they're losing massive amounts of the population. Uh, And as people now take their money and their companies to low-tax states with limited bureaucracy. It's just a a sampling of, of the crazy Kamala, Bernie, Bernie, and Andrew Cuomo. One of the most popular Democrats in America right now is the guy who won here in 2016, Bernie Sanders, mm-hmm. describes himself as a Democratic Socialist. To compete in New Hampshire, do you have to, in the Democratic primary, do you have to move more toward the Democratic Socialist part of the party? Well, the people of New Hampshire will tell me what's required to compete in New Hampshire, but I will tell you I am not a Democratic Socialist. Um, I believe that um, what what voters do want is they want to know that whoever is going to lead um, understands that in America today, not everyone has an equal opportunity to an access to a path to success and that that has been building up over decades and we've got a correct course. When we have an America where almost half of American families cannot afford a $400 emergency, we know that we've got to do some course correction. When we have an America where 99% of the counties in the United States of America, if you're a minimum wage worker working full-time, you can't afford market rate for a one-bedroom apartment, we need to course correct. And those are my commitments in terms of being able to um, be in a position where, one, I see it, but also I intend to do something. You're going to run for president. I am going to run for president. That's correct. What's going to be different this time? We're going to win. We are going to also launch what I think is unprecedented uh, in modern American history, and that is a grassroots movement, John, to lay the groundwork for transforming the economic and political life of this country. That's what's different. Let me ask you on your Medicare for all. You uh, have talked about the fact that polls show 70 percent are in favor of Medicare for all. But that number drops to 37 if somebody hears private insurance is going to go away, which is what your which is what your plan offers. So I guess my question is, you're offering something that the polling shows people can get very spooked very quickly. about. No. Well, but that's because we're going to be taking on the insurance companies and the drug companies who are going to spend a whole lot of money distorting what we believe in. The bottom line is. The average middle class family will save money, will spend less money on health care, will have more choice and have broader coverage than is currently the case. The other challenge to your health care plan will be cost. People will say, my goodness, there's no way this is everybody's going to get covered. And there are you, you know, some of the estimates that come out. No, I need no, you in the media to help us dollars. explain the truth. Yeah. No more out-of-pocket expenses. No more deductibles. The cost of prescription drugs is going to go down. We expand the kinds of coverage available for senior citizens. It's a good deal. You know, it's funny. Sometimes American journalists talk about how bad a country is because people are lining up for food. That's a good thing. In other countries, people don't line up for food. The rich get the food and the poor starve to death. The collections are down to about 30% of the target. That is about a $2.3 billion drop 
in revenues. $2.3 billion as a drop at this point in revenues is as serious as a heart attack. SALT encourages high-income New Yorkers to move to other states. And what you have to remember is even if a small number of high-income taxpayers leave, it has a dramatic effect on this tax base. Tax the rich, tax the rich, tax the rich. We did. Now, God forbid the rich leave. My favorite is Cuomo. We tax, we tax, we tax, but then what if they leave? What are we going to do? One percent pays 50 percent of the bill. Um, they're leaving because you have the highest combined state city taxes in the entire country, Mr. Governor. And I know you wanted the Amazon deal, but, you know, if you give Amazon a three billion dollar tax break, why don't you just give it to every company? I guess some people won't like that. But here's what I want to know. Which one what is, do you want to know? Which one can we stand to listen to? God forbid. They won for four years. So we got Bernie Sanders. Okay, slow down. Slow down. Crazy is not going to sell in America. The new Green Deal is not going to make it in America. The new Green Deal that's going to eliminate airplanes, force us to rebuild our homes. False promises are... I listen, happen to like sailboats. I don't know. I think a lot of Americans You want to take a sailboat over to Europe next time you go on a trip? I have no intentions of ever going okay, to Europe. At the end of this week, we're going to Vietnam. You have, How are we going to get there if it's 10 years from now? Well, I'll see you in March. You know, sail away. <laughs> Just sail see you away. Next March, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Oh, wonderful. That's, a, <laughs> that's about how long it's going to take. Where's our high-speed rail to Vietnam? That's what I want to know. I mean, listen, love this. at the end of the day, you got you got Nancy Pelosi's nephew, Gavin Newsom, who's now trying to do everything he thought he could do, and he realizes now he can't do it, and he's failing the very people he was just elected to represent. I mean, California is just an absolute—it it doesn't even look like America. It's absolutely ridiculous. They hate capitalism. You they want to have open—they want to be a sanctuary state. They want to abandon the, their here's people. Here's the danger, though. And California's losing population. I mean, think of what Cuomo said. Tax the rich, tax the rich, tax the rich. We did. Now, God forbid, the rich leave. Um, when you have 70, when you have 10% paying 74%, you lose that 10%. The $2.3 billion shortfall that he's whining about uh, is going to be nothing. and It'll pale in comparison. Here's the problem. You know, socialism is great until you run out of everybody else's money. And this is what's going to happen. This is a microcosm. New York, New Jersey, California, Illinois. Losing population, rich people taking their money and they're leaving. They're taking their businesses and they're leaving. And this is now a preview of coming attractions. You get this new Green Deal, which maybe to some people, everybody has insecurities in life. Everyone worries, all right, where, where's my health insurance going to come? What about my retirement? I need a house to live in. I, I want my kids to get a free college education. All right, you, you get all this free stuff that they're promising you with these little bumper stickers and their little platitudes, and they're not going to tell you how to pay for it because they can't. You go down this road, you eliminate all private insurance and Medicare for all, and you're going to have a disaster. You eliminate fossil fuels, oil, gas, and coal. We're done. It's the lifeblood of our economy. So to answer your question in a very roundabout way, we're not going to have the problem you're talking about. This is not going to sell in America. Even people that may be bought in to keep your doctor plan and save money, they're not going to buy into everything's free. People are smarter than that, at least I hope, because it's been tried and it's never worked before. 
I want to see how many, uh, how much of their discretionary spending was spent on all the the donations and all the things they claim to care about. I can't wait to see how much Kamala Harris and Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and Cory Booker and Amy Klobuchar. I just can't wait to see it because I'm sure they're not as giving with their money as they are with ours. No, that's listen. We've chronicled that liberals are only generous with other people's money. They're never generous. With, they're generous with the taxpayers' money. You know, for example, we sent our cameras out to Nancy Pelosi's district, and it was stunning. Lawrence Jones went out there for us, and she lives in a gated community, a wall, and a gated walled house cordoned off from the rest of her district. And just outside that really nice neighborhood, uh, what do we have? Oh, feces all over the street, needles all over the street, homeless everywhere. Now, Nancy Pelosi is a multi-multi-millionaire. She's generous with everyone else's money. Why doesn't she and everyone else that lives in that little conclave protected by walls and gates, why doesn't she get some money and raise it and build a shelter so the homeless uh, have a place to go to the bathroom and take a shower instead of the street and maybe get a warm meal once or twice a day? And maybe they can offer counseling to the addicts that are leaving their needles all over the place in San Francisco. I mean, well, I will tell you, I was just in meetings in L.A. and I was in Santa Monica. It was my first time there, if you can believe it. And long story short, I'm walking around and I was, you know, I went to the pier. Everybody talks about Santa Monica Pier, how beautiful it is. It was the most disgusting thing I have ever seen in my life. There was so much dirt. There were people living everywhere. I'm talking tents up People were defecating in front of me, clothes off. I, I could it was and it was five o'clock in, in the afternoon. It was crazy. I absolutely could not believe it. Oh, listen, it's it's this is what it's like in so many big cities. You see it in New York. We see it in San Francisco. You see it in Los Angeles. You know, it, it is a, a national sin that nobody in the Obama years ever decided to stop the gun violence and send in the reinforcements into the communities where all this violence was happening. You know, all that national treasure, all that God-given potential destroyed, nobody cared. But, you know, if, if it's a high-profile case, well, then Obama got involved. If it was Cambridge police, they acted stupidly, or, you know, they, Trayvon could have been me or my son or... Ferguson, he jumps the gun and jumps the gun in, in Baltimore. Why didn't he jump the gun in his own home city? You know, we, we look, there's a reason people are moving. And there's a reason that they're moving to states with low taxes that have a, a business-friendly environment. I mean, I joke about it. I mentioned it yesterday. How well did we get to know Rick Scott, Rick Perry, and Bobby Jindal? We got to know them so well because they lived up here literally enticing every business they could to pack up, leave New York, leave their burdensome regulations and taxes behind. And they did. They absolutely did. And it was smart for them to do. You know, I, I, I say on the air, I never got a job or got hired by a poor person. You know, everyone has this contempt for the rich. What, what the left does with socialism is they are playing on inherent natural fears that people have people are afraid they're not going to have a place to live people are afraid that they're not going to have food people are afraid that they're they're not going to have health care people yeah, are it's afraid the creation, that they're not going to have retirement the, the creation of the permanent underclass you need me to survive without the government you're not going to be able to get by 
You can't do it on your own. Lack of personal responsibility, accountability, absolutely look at no happened. incentive. It's awful. I teach my look, son every day to do things on his own. Don't look to mommy. Do it on your own. It, but, you can do it. But look at what has happened. You know, 13 million more people on food stamps. Well, we now have 2 million fewer people on tr- food stamps since Trump's elected. 2 million fewer people in poverty since he's elected. 5.4 million new jobs created. 600,000 in the manufacturing center. Those jobs weren't coming back. Now, and we have online the biggest job creator that is going to create wealth like we've never imagined. And that is the pipelines. That's Anwar. That's drilling. That's natural gas. You know, like we like we were partnering with those energy companies a number of years back. And how many people did we get jobs for? They were making over a hundred grand and they were being trained for those jobs. And they were relocated. They moved their whole yeah. families there because they were finally great. able to do something where they could take care of their families. Until the Saudis screwed everybody because they didn't like our production. So they artificially lowered the prices and increased supplies, with, which lowered the price. All right, Hannity tonight on the Fox News channel. We have so many new developments. Uh, now Fox has decided to take Empire actor Jussie Smollett out of the show, which means they got to edit and re-edit and re-edit. I don't know how they're going to pull that one off. Uh, oh, Megan McCain clash with McCabe says, I'm not convinced this isn't a PR campaign to stop your indictment. He is under criminal investigation. We'll have the latest on the deep state and their exposure More and more people see what we've been reporting for two years. Yes, this was an attempted coup. The favoring of one candidate over another candidate. The other candidate should have won $100 million to zero. But we have an insurance policy if, in fact, that doesn't happen. Also, we'll go to Chicago, get the latest on Smollett. Uh, We'll also check in with Geraldo, Judge Ferrer, Laura Trump tonight, Solomon, Sarah Carter, Steve Scalise, and much more. All right, so set your DVR tonight. Hannity on the Fox News Channel. We'll have the latest on the deep state. Also, the crazy Democratic update of the night. And we'll even have a hero, I think, tonight. I haven't decided. 9 Eastern, Hannity Fox. Thanks for being with us. See you then. Back here tomorrow. You know, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Now, qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and, of course, mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean and claim your eligibility for free, your brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, it's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, and switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Hey, as spring unfolds, the warmer breezes, guess what? It is time to embrace the comfort of your own backyard, and I have found a game changer for your home oasis. It's the Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. Now, this is the ultimate two-for-one deal. You get a luxurious hot tub that meets an elite exercise pool that you'll love. This is not just relaxation. It is a first-class experience in the privacy of your own space. Just go to masterspas.com, enter the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner for up to $1,000 off your Master Spa. Exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand that I trust. That's masterspas.com. Joe Biden wants you taxed to the brink, under the thumb of the IRS, and controlled with a digital dollar. That's why thousands of hardworking patriotic Americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co., 
Right now, GoldCo is offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver, but only while supplies last. So don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how to get started today. That's HannityGold.com.